One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Experience the unconventional. Hello. The unpredictable. Don't you think that's a bit weird? And the completely unorthodox. It was my birthday. With rule-free Ian Lee. Uh, I was just trying to generate a bit of content. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. Hate alarm clock. Hate going to work. On Talk Radio. Here we go. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Until tomorrow, you know I'm free to roll. People on the talk radio Twitter feed defending Donald Trump's racism. <laughs> I get to see all the tweets here that come up. And um, he told them to uh, come back, you clown. If people hate the country and constantly talk it down, then it's legitimate to question why they're there. But they were born there. <laughs> Only Apart three of them were, one... but they're black. So their roots must be from elsewhere. So let's get this straight, OK? So <laughs> three of them were born there. Yeah. The other one, the one that he's really targeting and the one they were chanting, send her back, has been there since she was a tiny little girl and um, has risen through the ranks and has made it her home, but also taken such an interest in the welfare of the people of the United States that she became a senator. Was that her mistake? Here's the thing, you can't... Listen, all right, I'm going to come out on a limb and I'm going to say it, right? If you're defending Donald Trump's racism, you're a racist. You're a racist. That can be the only excuse that you would defend... Well, I know we don't normally do this kind of stuff in there, but it's just really upset me that the president of America is, is being defended for what is racist, you know, what is absolute racism. And when America gets a, sneezes, Britain catches a cold, and, and we're next, and we're going to have a racist uh, a prime minister next week, and a racist, racist who's going to be sucking up to another racist to try and make sure the Tories stay in power. That's where we're at. And it's bleak, man. It's really, really... For us non-racists, for, for us... For us people that don't care what colour or what culture or where you're from, for us non-racists, these are bleak times. I get it. I get it. For racists, it's been bleak times for about 30 years. I get it. It's your turn. But please, let us non-racists be a little bit upset the way things are going, guys. I beg of thee. Please. If you defend Donald Trump and what he said, you're a racist. It's that simple. Tell that's you what simple. else is becoming a pattern and it's happening here is... Uh, people like Donald Trump saying stuff and then then telling us that he didn't say it, yeah. even though it's blatant, it's been recorded, you can see it. Of course. And then people who support him saying, yeah, but I don't believe that recording. Of course, we've got... Um, Steve Bannon was caught on tape a couple of weeks ago saying if you called a racist, wear it as a badge of honour. Words to that effect, I'm paraphrasing ever so slightly. Uh, Nelly, you're getting right on my nerves tonight. Um, shall I tell you why? We're doing the seven disappointments of the world. He's put Nando's down. 
This guy's a silly sausage of the heart with a capital P. <laughs> He's put Nando's down. Is he in... Is, is that... Is he being ironic? Is it a joke, Catherine? I, I, I cannot get my head around... Mona, seven disappointments of the world. Mona Lisa, Leading Tower of Pisa, Stonehenge, Nando's? Can I be controversial? Go on. I'm not all that jazzed about Nando's, All right, well, fine. You've let me buy you plenty of cheeky Nando's. But it's You've let me buy you cheek, lots of cheeky Nando's and now you don't like them. No, it's not that I don't like them. They're all right. But I wouldn't go, oh, tell you what, I really fancy. That, that's bollocks, because I've actually heard you say those words. No, you haven't. Yeah, I have, followed by the word Nando's. I've heard you say that. No. I have. No. You liar. Lies. <gasps> fake news. Wow. Fake. Wow. Fake news. Hey, hey. Send me back where? Back to Nando's to see where our order is as it's taken ages. <laughs> oh, 0344 four, Do you remember when we first went to Nando's and they used to announce the chicken was about to arrive? They, did, they stopped do that. doing that, yeah, didn't they? Yeah, they did. They come up and say, uh, your food will be here shortly. It's like they send a little trumpeter. I think they, I think cutbacks. No, I, I love a chicken. I will not hear a word said against it. Let's go to Penny. Good evening, Penny. Good evening, Ian. Hello, Penny. What can we do for you tonight? I'm glad you're back, and I've noticed you've been off for a week. No, I haven't. Been in better. I was off. I was off yesterday. Uh, okay, well, if I'm honest, I only listened for one night. Well, then there you go. But then don't for say I noticed you've been off for a week when I've only been off for one night. <laughs> you absolute prune. I think you've been off for a week, Penny. <laughs> yeah, I've noticed I've been off for a week, but no one would notice that. No. So I. I was I only off last night. I, I was not. I was not great. But Catherine did an excellent job last night. I was fantastic. chuckling a lot in bed listening to her. She was fantastic. It best. had a very calming and soothing yeah. feel. Yeah. Um, which is which is ironic because because when I work with her, I get nothing but but hassle. Aggravation. Yeah. Aggravaziani, as they say in Italy. So listening to her, it was a real revelation <laughs> that that under. The, well, she was speaking to someone who was quite intoxicated, and I, Catherine, I thought you were quite amazing because um, you just said you're not very clear. Um, Instead of saying, you know, you're incredibly drunk. No, I you were very they weren't intoxicated. It was, it was Mark, and he just was holding his phone all wrong, so he rang us back on a better <laughs> line. He can't be intoxicated. He was looking after a load of disabled well, people. I don't know. Not Miss Hannigan. <laughs> <laughs> well, I admired it anyway. Whatever, well, you. you know. I take your admir admiration, and I'll shine it up. What can well. we do for you this evening, Penny? Well, I thought you said. You were talking about baking, so I thought, well, why hasn't anyone mentioned baking powder? And then I said to my husband, he said, no, they said bacon. And I said, oh, right, OK, well, I've already phoned now. Well, can ah, you, so, can, you can't get bacon, can you get bacon powder? What's that bacon that you can get? You bacon salt. It sounds like it, it sounds like something, but I, I think I've made it up. But I have come across another, whilst thinking, concentrating yeah. upon this. OK. Also, just quickly say, it's just passed, but yesterday, yes. as in the 19th of July, was my husband's 46th birthday. Wow, same age as me at last. I've been waiting for him to catch up. Now we can party! He is a wonderful, wonderful man. We can party! The 46-year-old posse! Party! Party in your slippers. That's it, man. I love my slippers so much. Living the dream. I love my um, slippers so much. They're the best, aren't they? Slippers up. We need support at this age. You know, you can't be dancing. I, I tell you what, I um, I my mum bought me when I was twenty, and I moved 
24, maybe, I moved into my first place that I was renting, I don't know what it was, 23, I don't know. You don't get them anymore because they're a real pain in the ass, but they're great. A foot spa. Oh, yeah. I used to love, I used to love a foot. A faff to set up, set up. But I would, uh, I would sit there and watch telly with my foot spa and a little bit of radox in there. Oh, it's, it's bliss. <sighs> oh, it's bliss. You know what you can get these days? Lost. What? No, you can get, um, you know that bowl out of your sink? Fill yeah. it up with soapy water and stick your feet in that. But it doesn't vibrate. The foot spa vibrates. OK, well, you have to bring your own vibrations. Well, you put, you put in a, a, a love stick. <laughs> don't want to say dildo. An electric silly sausage. <laughs> I don't want to say dildo. <laughs> you didn't want to say it, but you said it twice. OK, I'm not going to say dildo a third time. Oh. Penny, can I ask you a personal question, please, while I suck on water? Uh, I, would, I would be honoured, flattered. No, 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 it wasn't that. No. <laughs> oh, sorry. What's your thing? My thing this evening is about bacon. No. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you know, what's your thing? What about uh, uh, my my thing for people? What's your thing that gets you going? Um, deeply awkward, inappropriate, rude people, really. What, like Mr Bean? No, no, not not like like a He's not, not like rude. a kind of pantomime, but more more sort of like David Brent sort of. Oh, you mean like a Ricky Gervais, Frankie Boyle? Yeah, but maybe like slightly less intelligent. So, so you're like thick, awkward men thick, who say inappropriate but, things. That gets you horny, does it? <laughs> no, what gets me horny is uh, that. Do you know I don't like that word. Okay. I'm, I. Uh, what gets me... What no, moistens... Worse. No, what, what, OK. What but makes just, you okay. your, your libido jingle? Yes, yes, that sounds... Yes, that, that sounds more like... How Christmas do you know what thing. car she drives? <laughs> A Nissan libido. <laughs> oh, blimey. So what makes your Ribena jingle? <laughs> I don't know the words you're using. But I know what you mean. Um, a sort of mixture of someone who's arrogant, a bit of a bully, and uh, quite argumentative. Well, like Piers Morgan. Oh, no, no, not... Not... Uh, That's why he's so popular. I don't know. When, when I, Dirty I fell den. In love with Dirty den. I fell, in husband, I, fell, I fell in love with my husband at first sight, and the reason was... He told you to I, F off. No, it's because... I had never met anyone bossier in my life. Oh right, I get you. Oh, and so I you're thought... so you're the sub in the bedroom. And he is he, he's the dominant. No, what get was upstairs, funny Pen- is get that upstairs, Penny. He didn't realise because he was an only child and I was came from a large family. Okay. Is that as he was bossing me around, I was completely ignoring him because why would I take any notice of him? But I just found it intriguing that anyone would continue to boss <laughs> someone around while they weren't doing it. Wow, yeah. what, that was strange. So, like Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, but I, I, I would just laugh in his face. But I do like to be around that level of energy. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's sparky. Wow. Yeah, I don't. Re- I don't really want to. You know, I don't. I might sort of poke them a bit if they're not too annoyed. You know, I might think I could annoy you a little bit, maybe yeah. you a little bit. So you you give as good as you can get, but you respect the bully. Oh, not the, 
Oh, well, Wait, put, put, put your other hand in the air. I want to see the other hand, please. Yeah, I think you're right, actually. <coughs> My first boyfriend, I loathed. I thought he was the most arrogant person I'd ever met in my life. And then it kind of flipped, and, and it turns out I quite like really difficult people. Yeah, I do. Because it's more rewarding to um, tame them. Yeah, and also it's quite funny how many people they just sort of generally, you know, that like my husband will have some quite sort of intense arguments over some very small things with other people. Oh, wow. And I, I love that. Do I you? Think. Do you not get embarrassed? Oh, not normally when I'm there. Normally when he's at work. Oh, right, OK. So you like <laughs> no, hearing about it. No, he he wouldn't, like, cause a big scene or... He, he wouldn't or anything like that. But, I mean, if if he... He would... No, I wouldn't get embarrassed. Oh, no, no. I'm proud. <laughs> proud. I'm like, no. Oh, he's, he's with me. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah, brilliant. Lovely. No, proud. OK, proud. Yeah. All right, Penny, thanks for, um, thanks for your call. You're welcome. I'm glad you're better and you haven't been off all week. Oh, I was, I'm glad I wasn't off for a week. I couldn't afford it. We'll speak again soon, Penny. Thanks very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye-bye. 0344 499 1000. You've been off for a week. No, I haven't. She has. <laughs> this dear listener is Talk Radio. We are Talk Radio. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The Late Night Alternative with that man, Ian Lee. There's no strangers here, just friends you haven't stalked on Facebook yet. Have never sent my picture to anyone who didn't request it. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Yes. Mm. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Um, we'll get Sam in a bit to get our latest update. On Tinder, the show being on Tinder. Let's see where we're going with that. Before that, let's go to Paul. Good evening, Paul. How you doing, mate? All right. Very, sure. very well, Paul. What can we do for you yeah, this evening? Thanks for taking the call, anyway. It's a phone um, show. Listen, it's what we do. Yeah, I know. You've changed a bit, mate. You've changed. It's all. It's all changed. I can't believe you just called. You've, you've named our new prime minister as a racist. I want your response. I'm waiting for something I can respond to. Well, you've, just, you've called him a racist. Yes. You've called Boris Johnson a racist. Yes, I have, yes. Yeah, so prove it then. What's he said? Piccaninnies, watermelon smiles, 
No, no, absolutely disgusting, mate. Sorry? Oh, I've got to say... It is disgusting. What? It's disgusting language for, for a Prime Minister to use about people of, of race and colour, yeah. I'm glad you agree. Re, 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 tell me what he said that's racist, then. I did, I did just start telling you, Paul, and then you rudely interrupted me. No, I didn't rudely interrupt you. My phone cut off for some reason. I'm sorry about that. You what, sorry? My phone cut off. I'm, I'm sorry about my phone cutting off. <clears throat> OK. Please, must be delay on the phone or someone's or, or de- delay me. Come the delay on your brain. <laughs> I like it, gosh. Yeah. Right, so you, you've told the country, I, I love this station, I love this radio station, I like you, I think you're great, but to call the next Prime Minister racist, please... Why does, it, why does it upset you so much that I've called Boris Johnson a racist? Why does it upset you so much? Because he's not. Tell me why he's not. Tell me why he is. Okay, it upsets you so. So, if I were to say Catherine's a racist, would you be equally upset? Oh, Catherine. I don't know who she is. She, yes, that's she's, me. She's the lady that that produces and, and hosts the show with me. That you love, apparently. Right. <laughs> I'm sorry, but hello. No, I don't. Hello. Hello, hello. How are you doing? But please tell me. Okay. Uh, if Why I were to say that, Ka- if I were racist. to say, if I were to say that Catherine is a racist, would you be as angry as you are about Boris Johnson? Uh, well, no. Right. Okay. Right. Well, Catherine, Catherine isn't a racist. You, you've said that you're upset. You've said that you're upset that, that that I've called Boris Johnson a racist because he isn't. But you're you're not upset when I call Catherine a racist, and and she isn't. So again, I ask the question: Why are you so upset? That I've called Boris Johnson a racist. Because you're just turning it round now. I don't listen to you all the time. But what you're saying... Why are you upset that, that I've called Boris Johnson a racist? Because he's not. Right, Catherine's not a racist, but you're not upset when I call her a racist. I, d- I never had to call her that. I'm calling her it now. Catherine, you're a racist. Gosh. Well, I'm upset then, yeah. OK, well, there's, there's the consistency that we, um, that we were missing before. So you can't answer the question, then? I can answer the question, but I just don't see what the point is. Why are you calling Boris Johnson? Tell me what he said that's racist. Piccaninnies, watermelon smiles, uh, letterboxes... What's bank... a letterbox not racist? Letterboxes and bank robbers. Now, if you don't you think... You have to take your helmet off when you go into a Tesco's, mate. Sorry? You have to take your helmet off when you go to Tesco. You're a helmet. Paul, are you bothered about how long my skirt is or what I'm wearing? Nope. Why are you bothered about what they're wearing? Exactly. Well, no. Oh, you're not bothered then? So you're not bothered about what what Muslim women sometimes wear? Nope. But he can poke fun at them and that's fine? Exactly. All right, Paul, and you don't think calling black people, describing black people as having watermelon smiles is racist? What the hell are you talking about? But when Boris Johnson described black people as pickaninnies and said they had watermelon smiles, you don't think that's racist? No, not what? No, not at all. Do, do you understand the... Maybe, OK, maybe you're not a racist. I'm, I'm still erring on the side that you're not a racist and you don't get... No the, way, absolutely. OK, well, no I'm, I'm hoping that you're not. And maybe... I'm not, no, I'm not, I'm not. Well, I'm hoping that you're not. And maybe... 
you don't understand the the, the connection between um, people of colour, black people, and how um, describing them as watermelon eaters, eating the warty melon, having watermelon smiles, maybe you don't understand why that is racist. No, not at all. Okay. Well, it, uh, let me let me tell you now. It is racist to say that black people have watermelon smiles. It was it was kind of a big thing a long time ago to assume that black people only ate watermelons and that they would they would eat watermelons uh, and they would smile and they have the the, the seeds stuck oh, in right. their teeth okay. and stuff like that. So it is a, it is a racist term, Catherine. Um, he also suggested that um, well, in a poem he wrote about the Turkish president Erdogan, that he sowed his wild oats with the help of a goat. All oh, right, well... Which is a I racist thing. That. Well, we're, we're explaining it to you. Yeah, but I don't, I don't think that's right. I, I, well, it is. Trust, 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 trust us. Listen, you're talking to two very... You're telling me something. Yes, that is factually that's correct. point of view. Yeah, we're telling you a factually correct thing. Yeah. Pickaninnies. But... Do you know what pickaninnies means? <laughs> I don't know. I'll tell you. Come on, mate. I'll tell you. He's not racist. Paul, I'm giving you... Paul, I'm giving you... Paul, I'm giving you examples. It's as if you don't want to hear it, Paul. I'm giving you... He described... That he said something along the lines of the Queen would visit various con- uh, countries in the Commonwealth and would be waved at by pickaninnies. Now, the definition of pickaninny, it's a North American historical racial slur which refers to a dark-skinned child of African descent. Right. <laughs> it's a racist slur. So now, with all... Now, this is a pivotal moment in your life, Paul. Yeah. Now, with all of the information and the facts that prove what he has said in those instances is racist, if you... And just d- don't answer yet, Paul. Don't answer yet. I won't. Don't worry, I won't. If you have a... This is a pivotal moment in your life. If you now say, yes, those things are racist, OK. If you carry yeah. on to defend him for saying those things and say they're not racist, with the knowledge of what those things mean then, Paul, I hate to break it to you, but you'll be a racist too. So what's it going to be? Racist or non-racist? Do you defend well, Boris Johnson for what he said there, or do you say that what he said was racist? Uh, yes, it was. Thanks but... very much for your call, Paul. Don't, we didn't need the butt. We didn't need the butt there. We got away with it. So, so you're agreeing, you're agreeing uh, that Boris Johnson is racist? No, I don't. But you just said that what he said was racist. No, because you put it into my mouth. No, you just you just said that those things, with all the information, that they're racist. Yeah. Thanks very much. The sigh of yeah, I suppose so. Well done, Paul. That was a big moment. That was a big moment, Paul. It could have gone one way or the other. Um, and he's admitted that Boris Johnson is a racist, and he's going to stop defending him. That's great. Now he's got the evidence. That's great. Thank you, Paul. I really appreciate that. Uh, oh, let's go to our uh, our friend Rhythmic Paul. Good evening, Paul. Hello, yeah. Well... My... <laughs> Hello, yes. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> yeah. My, my namesake, who you've just let go, is the reason why I called, because I... I mean, you know, as I was listening to him speak before you stole my thunder, uh, my question, the question I wanted was, you know, what does it take for someone to be actually acknowledged as a racist? Mm. It, you know, in today's particularly pungent environment, what does it take? Because, you know, we have both prospective candidates for the British Prime Minister failing to go to cross the line and say, yes, well, you know, 
under any other circumstance, well, no, actually just to say, yes, what, what I heard from the President of the United States can only be categorised as racist. They, they wouldn't call him out that. as a racist because of money. That was it. That was the reason. Yeah. They wouldn't call well, him out as a racist because they didn't want to lose trade because they know that we're screwed. Which is exactly how Donald Trump has grown up being able to say whatever he wants mm. because money talks. Yeah, yeah. Paul, listen, I'm I'm a white, middle-aged guy. You know, the world's always been pretty good to me. Uh, uh, You're a black guy. Uh, When you see... uh, And I'm really upset by what is going on with Donald Trump and what is going on with Boris Johnson and and all of that in terms of race. But as a... uh, 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 How do I phrase this without sounding like a dick? I can't really. As a black man, it's not a great way to start a question, but it's late. But you know what I mean. I, I was wondering how you viewed the, the the world at the moment, the leaders of the free world at the moment and the direction that we seem to be speeding in? Um, I think to say that I'm petrified would might well be understating it. Wow, really? That much? Yeah. Oh, I mean, you know, my, with Brexit and everything that's going on, myself and my wife, who is of uh, Asian origin, we have discussed it already and, you know, if the SH1T hits the proverbial, we're, we're, I'm, I'm, we're leaving to Korea. Right. I mean, you know, I will not hesitate to do that. Yeah. Because, yes, yes, there is racism there, but uh, <laughs> um, the way, you know, the stuff that I've seen, the stuff that I've heard about, uh, fortunately had very little of it come my way in recent times. But um, a huge... Horribly, horrifyingly toxic environment is growing and being nurtured, and the fact that world leaders find themselves unable to condemn it openly is, I think, possibly the largest problem, other than the source material itself. The next prime minister of your country couldn't call it out. Couldn't call I it don't. out, you know. And and you just think, Jesus, everything now. We're in a world of likes and, and retweets, right? Everything is, is the number of likes you get. And that can be posting a picture of your dinner to um, getting votes to be, the, to, you know, to be the leader of the Tory party. It's all about the number of likes and treading that line where you, you say stuff that, that offends the, the, the right number of people but also gets the, the, a bigger number of people on your side. And, oh, man, we're screwed, Paul. I, you yeah, know, yeah. we're screwed. I, 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 I don't see anything that we could do I, to change. And you'd say that you're, you're, you're petrified by the way it's going. That breaks my heart, man. One of the canaries in the coal mine for me is when you go online and you've got younger kids, and I'm talking like 14, 15-year-olds, throwing the N-word around. That yeah. was an old-fashioned word yeah. when we were growing up. We thought that we were the last generation that we were going to have to deal with that. Ten years ago, we'd do phone-in shows, and you'd have had this, Kath. And people would say, well, the thing is, I can't really say what I want to say on here because I'll just get cut off. And you know that it was something racist. They racist on something. And I would always say, you you can say it, but you'll get challenged. And people would say it. It was generally about Muslims being scumbags. That was was generally it. And then, and they were the good old days. And then someone, someone um, undid the bolt. And now when people, before when people go, well, I can't really say what I want to say because I'll get called a racist. That, that's gone. That barrier's gone. And now people yeah. will say what they really mm-hmm. want to say. Here's the thing. Yeah. Political correctness. I know it was annoying. Actually, it was, it was great. And we're all going to miss it now that it's gone because it, it, political correctness was basically there to protect minorities 
of whatever reason they were a minority. They were, it, was, it was there to protect you. You can't go around bandying the M-word and the P-word and say, call someone a cripple and uh, uh, all of that stuff. That's what it did. And that's gone. You know, the fact that... Here's, here's what I knew we were really screwed, Paul. It was four years ago when uh, Trump was running for president and he did, um, he took the mickey out of that disabled reporter yep. and he did the thing yep. where he put his hands, like we used to do as kids, I did it when I was, when I was 10, he did that thing yep. where he put his hands together and clapped and he, he pulled what we used to call a blem or he put kind of put his tongue in his, and did that face and that. And it, and and I saw his um, his likability in the polls go up and I thought, well, that's it, that's game over. Yep. That is, ga- that would, any, anyone else, five year, a year, two years before that, that would have gotten pulled. He went up in the popularity. I thought, that's it. We're done. We're, yeah. we're in a new era of politics. Yeah. There, there is no longer accountability for um, that which is said. And the power of the, the word, word is, is both extraordinarily mighty and uh, insignificant simultaneously. But uh, on, on the, in the political arena, the word is everything. Mm. And if you cannot be challenged um, and held accountable for that which you say that there is nothing else. Here's, I heard someone saying about Donald Trump, and I think it can apply to what's going on here as well, is that um, the people that vote for him might not agree with everything he does, but they hate the same things he does. Mm. And also, he's yep. just, he's just made it... a means it, to an end. He's made it acceptable now to go up to black people in the street. Go on, you're going to go home then. He's made it acceptable yeah. in his country, in a country that has guns, and he's also made it accept people defending him, people doing phone-ins. Is what President Trump said racist? The fact they're even asking that question instead of everyone coming out and going that racist idiot, he means it means you can you can legitimately go up to a person of colour in this country. Go on then, you're going home. Let me throw something yeah. else into the mix. Interesting that he is picking on women in this particular oh, yeah. instance. Totally. And when we're talking about people, a lack of integration, they go for the women in hijabs. Yeah. They're not going for the men, are they? They're not talking about people wearing dishdashes in the street. What's a dishdash? The long shirts. The pyjamas. Yeah. I used to love that. I wore those in Pakistan. There's no a one... reason people wear them, because they're cool in their heat. Uncomfortable. I used to love No those. one's talking about that, are they? They're called dishdash. Interesting. Paul, um... I love you, man. What can I say? You know, uh, uh, we, uh, hopefully we can all come out the other side. But I, you know, I, I, I honestly, I think we got fifteen, twenty years of this. Mm, I'm, I'm holding my breath and I'm keeping my eye very closely on what's going on. Thank you, Paul. That's, that's the best you can do. Always nice to talk to you, mate. Thank you very much. Tales of mystery and imagination on the radio show that does things differently. Dolly Parton, I listen to a record that they love. The Late Night Alternative with Ian Lee. I'm a nutjob, but not that kind of nutjob. On Talk Radio. Honest to God, it's the new Breaking Bad. Oh, no. 